or maybe not. There he goes. And you we're back. The, you got the wrong hoodie on. I know. Shit. And I, I put one on, too, because it's, it's cold over here. It's getting chilly. I missed the memo on the crash. Welcome back, everybody. Well, it happened. We didn't think it was going to. Everybody said, no way a bunch of women are going to get in between Laura and Tia. And it happened. A bunch of women. So this should be interesting. Um, hopefully, we get a little uh, backup here and, and Caleb will come and, and save me. But we'll bring up the uh, um, leaderboard here in just a minute. JR, any, any hot takes on this event? Anything you saw that uh, stuck out for you? We'll start with the women's side and then uh, move from there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it reminded me a lot of the alpaca in the way that they moved the fat bells, um, just like the kettlebells in that workout, where like the women who looked really efficient and who we thought going into it would move them a lot easier did. Um, and I, I would still say that those 40 reps were really what decided the workout. Like the lunges were pretty much done unbroken for most people. The bike mm -hmm. cadence was pretty similar. Like there are a few outliers there on the bike, but really at the end of the day, like how you got through those 20 and 20, especially on the back half really seemed to be what mattered. And it wasn't like we talked about a little bit yesterday. It wasn't like how big a set you could do It's just how little rest you were taking in between your sets. So like mm -hmm. if you did 10, six, four, or if you did like 15 and five, it really didn't matter if you did that huge chunk, if you rested a lot. So the people that were really di disciplined in their rest seem to get through those a lot faster. How much do we think this event changed from how, what, how it would have shaken out if they were still front racking with the, uh, with the barbell versus the in-place lunges with the, uh, with the fat bell? Because the loading was so similar and that axle, I mean, if it was an axle, I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be a traditional barbell or if it was an axle. Uh, front mm -hmm. back lunge, which is traditionally mm -hmm. what they do. They did that last year. I, I really don't think it changed the stimulus very much. I think it's always more aesthetic if you're actually covering ground when you're lunging. But no, I think this I think this modification is about as close to the original stimulus as you could ask for. Nice. Pedro, any anything stand out to you for this event before we uh break into specifics with the women? Um no, just that like beforehand i was predicting laura or gabby and that was the first and second so i'm just chuffed with myself i'm just gonna go and suck my own dick after this <laughs> okay that's why you got the hotel for the weekend nice <laughs> so that alone time caleb was there a construction worker behind you or is that a, a dude in a costume yeah there's a there's a whole working team out here they got their hard hats on and everything <laughs> hey. oh man that's incredible all right, I saw we combine the construction uh, outfit. And I was thinking like, Good luck. Well, <laughs> well played, well played. He's even got the boots. Hold on, let's check out his boots too. Oh, perfect, perfect for the rain. Those look like a Croc edition there. Okay, so let's bring up the uh, women's leaderboard here and let's um, let's look over it. How many women in total got in between Laura and Tia? Four. Yeah, I think it was first and fifth. Okay, so what are we looking at? Oh, we got it by the uh, event here. Yeah, so we had this is the event, the event, uh, event placements. We have Laura Horvath first, Gabby Gala second, Alice Kazam third, Emma Carey fourth, then Tia, Clara, Toomey. Four. <laughs> so right now, 15 points separating yeah. Laura and Tia. Two events left. 
Dang. That is insane. Oh, here. I mean, this is this is what we want, isn't it? This is what we want from these. This is exactly it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for a rage back. Yeah. So, like you said, Jr. Fifteen points between Laura and uh, and uh, Tia here, and um, Laura's pulled away. It's still just going to be the two of them in that spot. Uh, although some points were made up by Gavin, but not nearly enough. I mean, almost right. back by a hundred points now from second place. So. It's still going to be that fight for third between Gazan, Emma, and uh, and uh, Gabby. But um, it was good for Laura. She she was able to uh, stack a few more points and and increase her odds of winning. John, anything yes. uh, stand yes, out for, you for that event? We talked about it a little bit before, but just the event in general. Um, yeah, real, real quick, real quick. Um, they're doing away with the pegboards on this. Oh, they are. Event. Yeah, confirmed. Um, they're still it looks like they're still doing the box jumps, which I kind of think is the more dangerous element of the two um, with the rain. But I don't know what they're substituting with. They got lines in between the thing. It might be Barbie box get overs or something like that. But um, they're doing away with the pegboards. We don't know what the what the event is. If it's get overs, it's probably safer than box jump overs, don't you think? Yeah, yes. Yes. Well, that's why I said that. Like, I, I can't imagine they would do box jump just box jumps but yeah so when we find out what the real event is we'll let you know but um right now they're not doing the pegboards but so back to the event yep yeah so what do you think anything anything stand out to you to that with that event i thought uh emma carey had a storm on the last uh 30 cows or 20 cows however many they were doing um because i didn't she wasn't really in the picture until she was and then she was um what'd she get fourth Yes. In that yeah. Event? Yep. yep. She came in yeah. right before Tia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like she, I think she made up the most ground in the last bike. Um, Tia actually, I felt like paced it really, really well for herself because she started in the back and ended up in the front. And um, Alex Gazan made a little bit of a run in the front too. Um, other than that, I mean, pretty, I feel like this event went kind of as expected. I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I thought Laura would dominate it and she, she, did you know yep yeah that was pretty much call i was just surprised by the amount of women in between t and laura in a good way i like that i want that race to be tight and i want them to to trade blows as they go as they finish well, up this I, day. power output on machines tia has never been like and i'm not saying it came down to that but that was a big factor in this workout the fat bell clean and jerks slash lunges seemed like the hardest part of the workout but uh power output on machines has never been tia's I wouldn't say a weakness. I don't think she's weak at it, but she's not as strong as the strongest girls. Oh, I knew the Bigo pictures. I knew yeah, the that's Bigo incredible. Pictures. Yeah, you saw the, that the heat of women really got the got the rain, and you could tell when they picked those when they picked up those fat bells and turned them over, and water would just dump out of them. That's where you could really tell how much it was raining. But yeah, amazing shots came out of that there. Yeah. Did you guys I see Roman cool. celebrating on the hill as oh, Patrick was, cool. was running past him? I yes, I did. I thought that was going to be a little mistake, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. So we saw Tia with the belt on, though. Was that a surprise? Yeah. Anybody talked about it that she didn't have it on during the heavy deadlift. But now, it's like it's not yeah. as it's not as uh, like dangerous for her. You'd imagine a one rep max heavy deadlift versus like multiple reps at a lighter weight. I'm assuming the belt is like let is more casual support on this rather than like potentially hiding damage on the deadlift. But that's just me nailing myself to my original idea. Yeah. Well, I think it I think it validates it a little bit because with this one that you know, she's probably feeling the fatigue from yesterday for sure. 
And like you said, not much room for error here. JR, were you going to say something about that? I think one of you guys said this yesterday. Oh, did you say JR? Yeah, go go for it, JR. One one of you guys said this yesterday that um, she wasn't wearing a belt on the deadlift. Maybe just make sure that as soon as she started feeling something going, like she could, she, she knew it was over um, instead of like hiding it with the belt where stuff could break and you might not know it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, I think that's sound reasoning. And then she's, she's worn a belt for like most, all of like a lot of events. And then she just decided not to wear it on the deadlift. And I think, I think that was the reasoning there. And I, I mean, I think it's kind of smart, um, but yeah, it didn't surprise me. It's a lot of hinging. And, uh, and with our first estimate of we're, they're going to drag the bag up the hill on the event one, and then we said they called that back because of the rain, clearly that was not a factor at all. They drug that bag up the hill in the pouring rain. And it didn't seem like it was too much of an issue. Um, JR, any any thoughts or comments on, on Tia, the belt situation there, or the event in general? No, I mean, I, I, I honestly thought it was really cool last night that she was the only one that didn't have one on, regardless of what the reasons were. It was just kind of cool that they she was just doing it without it i didn't expect her to wear one in this workout so when she came out with it i was a little surprised i want i really just want to one i really am curious like the top five males and females who did the majority of the heavy reps last night what they're feeling like today and how much they think that played a factor not so much the 120 snatches or the three to 15 sandbag loads but more so the 10 to 15 heavy attempts that they took i'm just curious like how their posteriors feel because there's a lot of glutes in the workout. They just did a lot of posterior mm-hmm. chain, and then they're going to run and jump here in a little bit too. They may be doing get overs, but yeah, I'm just curious what the recovery is like today. Yeah. People, people saying in the comments that we need to read the comments from women about pelvic floor. That's literally what we said. Like that was our hypothesis before this was that she didn't wear the belt to protect herself and to be aware of what was happening. So like, mm-hmm. we're not going to rehash what we already yeah it's been hashed get get him peter (laughs) and barry mccockner with a very astute observation here no one wore a white t-shirt yeah no one did no one did no okay no one one came out in the full he came out in the full leader costume for this he dressed up for halloween (laughs) as leader oh my goodness have you talked about the men yet no, we were going to jump over to that. Anything, but anything else on the women so far? We're seeing the tight race. We're seeing T and Laura trade back and forth here. Uh, it's going to be the T and Laura show for the remaining of the events. I mean, it's definitely something worth mentioning. And when you get, even though it's only 10 pegboard ascents, when you get something like that done at a really fast pace, because that workout should be fast, as originally written, I think it was written to be like an, an unbroken, who can run hard on the hill run and who can do the box jumps fast. When you mm-hmm. remove an element like two pegboards, whatever it gets replaced with, sure, it's gonna it's gonna affect who ends up doing well in the workout. I think. Yeah, and we'll we'll break into that next event, but real quickly, Jerry, you had said something that you were surprised that they were still gonna have the pegboards. Does something happen to the pegboard if it gets wet? Do those holes straight? Does it become harder to pull it out, or were you simply just saying because of like a slipping issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I mean, uh, you know, I imagine they're not gonna, they weren't gonna mount any of the wooden ones up there. That it was just gonna be, you know, the plexiglass. So th- those are already pretty slick. So if you if you have them wet, it's probably impossible. Yeah, and I'm assuming they're just uh, expecting more rain. How is it there, Caleb? Is it has it lightened up at all? Is the rain still pretty hard? Does it what's it look like? It's lined up a little bit, but it's everything is drenched, entirely soaked. So it, 
That like was the hardest. It's rained all weekend. Yeah, when when the athletes were setting the fat bills down on the grass, it was like making indents in the infield. So it's everything is soaked. It's kind of uh, ironic that um, they stopped events, delayed events, changed events because of the rain. And then when the rain came the hardest, we just did the event as is. That's yeah. About it. Like, like, and, and that'll be ironic. They'll be interested to talk to Katie about last night. I mean, I wonder, uh, if, I wonder if this event was Friday. Would they? Have, you know what I mean? I wonder if it's because they're the same Sunday. They're like, oh, fuck, just do it. Who cares? We just, just yeah, yeah it, yeah. it feels like that. I mean, they changed the, the barbell to just the fat bells, which I think was the right call. Um, yeah. It was. I think sure it was, made so much sense. It would have just and been that like, transition, on ice. People mm-hmm. got the opportunity to push that transition if you wanted to. Mm. And I mean, that's just leg destruction. And you're saying that because they would have lunged to the rig, which would have cut that whole 75 feet out or whatever. And now that just becomes actually a quite a little sprint as to who's going to push that little transition there and get back to the fat bills first. Right. Yeah. I mean, I saw, so like Roman and Pat went right into the, uh, lunges after the clean and jerks on the first, the first go around, they went right into it. They did like three and then went right into it. What a Jake Kazan. He said, I'm so upset they're doing handstand walking instead of peg war. Well, well, I think it was Caleb that said there are lines on the field, or was that you, John, that said there are lines on the field? I, I said, uh, yeah, there, yeah, you see the, yeah. you can see the white lines on the, so, so maybe that's, that's what they're for. Would it not be like mad mm-hmm. slippy doing handstand? Yeah, I feel like that grass. would be just as dangerous. Well, in the grass, it kind of squishes in i don't think i don't think no i don't think that'll be an issue yeah yeah interesting okay um women's leaderboard one more time let's just look at the uh top top 10 uh danny spiegel ran our top 10 at 375 points ariel owen climbs in at ninth place at 385 points kristen colbrander eighth place at 395 that's tight between those two lauren fisher on the outside of that top 10 looking in at 365 points Man on blah, 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 blah. that was me pronouncing her name and Anganese. It's not that hard. Cool. dude. It's fucking hard, John. It's okay, an easier one than you... Christine Kohlenbrander. <laughs> yeah, but I'm used to saying that. If I'm uh Emma Carey in sixth place, 425 points. Alex Kazan, fifth place, uh 465 points. Emma Lawson, 485 and fourth. Gabby at 490 to round out the third place. And we already know who one and two is. Lower in first, Tia in uh, second. So is, are we surprised by these women? Is this pretty much going to hold the rest of the time? Or do you think we'll still see a lot of shifting um, with this with three through ten? Depe- yep. Oh, sorry, three to ten. Never mind. No, go, Peter. You're good. No, I was just going to say that the pegboard would have suited Laura better. But, like, depending on Alex Kazan. Alex Kazan, it would have suited way better. Like oh, I just Gabby meant between my- those two. I just meant between, like, Laura and Tia. Like the climbing and shit, like, but it depends on that. If that's been replaced by a pure sprint, like, it's anybody's. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the volume of handstand walking. Like, if they'll if they'll keep it relatively low to kind of mimic the same effect as just going up and down, up and down on the pegboard, which is like, I mean, for most people, um, thirty seconds to forty five seconds at the most. Like, you'd be able to go up and down for two touch and go. So, I, I don't imagine that the amount of handstand walking is going to be huge. I want to say it was Friday, though. These same five were the top five. And I remember Sevon asking, like, how does the leaderboard look? And I think we were all like, it's probably who we all have in our top five at the end of the weekend. Yep. 
And it shook out that way. Um, I think um, Gabby Magawa benefits the most out of this, that it's handstand walking. Um, not not because the other girls are bad at handstand walking, but Alex Kazan and Emma Lawson are both pretty elite pullers. And I think they would get through those pegboards much faster than Gabby. Um, and now it's going to be just a race on your hands. Who can do, who can do hands, who can handstand walk out of breath? Um, Jay, hey, if Jake is still listening, can you say the whole workout on the chat so we know, like, if you've been briefed on it? Jake was in this room a little bit ago. I don't know where he went. Yeah, back. we we do have the layout. I mean, you can see the tall boxes there. It looks like they have uh, the floor hash lined out with some numbers. So I'm sure that'll probably have something to do with the handstand walk and, and where John, they go. Can you see the mats, John? The the number markers out there. I was going to see what the distance was just to have an idea. Our on-site correspondent. Okay, so while he does that, I am going to plug a sponsor because yeah. that's that's what that's what I do here. Okay. Not the uh, we'll we'll plug regular swivel ring. If you guys want to get jacked and lift a shitload of weight without a belt, then buy this supplement. It'll you'll crush it. Peter, which one do you take? The whey protein isolate? Good choice. I could tell you're looking really good these days. And that is brought to you by Swolverine. Use code SEVON. And if it works, let me know. Okay. This is the one you inject, right? I've been injecting this. Is this the injection one? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the one you could butt chug it too if you would like. Okay. So let's head over and uh, I got to do my own. Let's head over and grab the um, men's leaderboard now. Let's bring that up and check out what's going on over there. I think this next event will be starting in about 17 minutes too. If they I don't think they've updated the this one yet, but I can give you the results of that last event from the top 10. How about that? Okay, yeah, perfect. Alan Pepper holding on from heat one. Yeah. I think of uh, it's a huge mistake that uh, like somebody should have been telling Roman that this is the time to beat because he definitely could have sprinted and beaten Dallin in this workout, and he didn't. And I think that's a big mistake. Um, the, this, I mean, those five points might really matter on the podium for him. Yeah, and I mean, that's potentially $30,000, maybe 40000 because seeing where wow. Jeff, Jeff finished. That's 30 points that Roman could have made up on Jeff had he finished first. Um, he could have also just done the bike as fast as Chandler did. And then he would have won by about 30 seconds. You say that, but I don't see Chandler's name up here. So I don't know if no, because Chandler was the did best. fucking 60 seconds on his second set of 30 calories, even though it's like basically <laughs> physiologically impossible that he did that compared to the rest of the field. But they just let him do 60 seconds and then said, <laughs> Yeah, fuck it, you're good. You can go. If they did that to Roman, he would have set a world record on it. Yeah, yeah. The um but Dallant, so this is the third bike workout that Dallin has beaten Roman and Jason at. Dallin's um, fittest, fittest American male. Yeah. Did you hear make that announcement there? Is he? That's what they said. And the announcements are not wrong. No, oh, but I like oh, that, John. Games. Go ahead, JR. I was going to say I like that, though. I like that conversation because we always think of Jason and Roman when we're looking at like echo bike workouts maybe even like rowing workouts i mean most machines but i think you have Skier to put workouts, i think Dallin you have to put Dallin in into the conversation and maybe just say hey if if there's a biker workout that's not just like a 40 cal 
Echo Bike 20 thruster for time. Like between them three. It, it but if it's not something that short and sprinty, like Dallin might be the best in the world right now on that bike. The impressive thing was after out of all the athletes in both heats, he was the one who pushed the hardest when he got to the bike. So like when he sat on the bike, he gunned it straight away. The rest of them kind of like he's in the first a bit heat. and then ramped up. Yeah. Like Roman did not go hard. He was like they didn't watch. Yes, I didn't. No, I know. Yeah, like, like, like. So, like, I get what you're saying, Jr. Like, Dallin might be the best. I, I would just say he's. It's between them three because I do think Roman would have won this had they have they been in the same heat. Sure. What I think is really impressive about Dallin, and because people forget how young he is, is you know we we actually saw Jason do this on the Monkey Bar event. He was the product of Heat One. He was in the lead. He could take some breaks that he probably didn't need to take thinking about the next heat that's coming. And, you know, we see Dallin not do that, do exactly the opposite, get on the bike and act like there's three or four guys to his left and his right that he's racing in the next heat. That's mm-hmm. just a lot of maturity. So it's really like professional of him to do that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So let's, um, Jason Hopper moved into fourth. We'll give you the rundown here. First place, Pat Vellner at five fifty at this point, just, cut him the check and send him home early so he could uh, get on the earliest flight out. Roman Klinikoff, second place at 480 points. Jeff Adler at 475 and third. Jason Hopper, fourth at 465. Brent Fukowski, 450 in fifth place, and that'll round out our top five. Um, The points are tight. The points are tight, second through fifth here. There could still be quite a bit of shuffling. I mean, relative especially to the women's field within that. Um, how, how, what do you guys think about this? Is this going to be that top five, or or do you think we'll see quite a bit more swings in these next couple of events? I don't think so, and I mean, we probably won't find out what the finale is until maybe even after this next workout, but if it's something like it was last year that's just kind of beefy, like some of the same guys that maybe we don't think of as super strong athletes could take another big hit, and the leaderboard could shuffle a lot. Like, does anyone remember what place um, – I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, Kerstetter was in last year before Heavy Grace, before she did so well at that. Does anyone remember what place she was in? Like, you'll, like there's yeah. potential for you to see people toward the bottom of both leaderboards really shake up the leaderboard depending on what that final workout is. Yeah. Um, she would have been in 19th place. And then she ended up getting second on that. Uh, she got she got First? second. She got second in the workout. Second, uh, yeah. And then she's sixteenth uh, place. There was a bit of a tear drop after that. She be she went from last in her tier to to the first in her tier. Yeah. So having oh, yeah. a having a second, yeah. I mean, that's just like you may see some outliers like that depending on what the last workout is, and it it could end up deciding who's on the podium at the end. We saw Roman Klinikov slide down the hill and give like a, a Russian calabunga. I'm bringing it back. A Russian calabunga as he went down. What, what 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 do you guys think of that? Is he not taking this seriously? Is he like fuck it? Or what, what do you think that was there, John? Dude, he's having a good time. Leave him alone. He's I don't, he's. I don't, I don't think it was any slower than if he would have ran down the hill. No, well, Pat beat him down the hill and he ran down. Yeah, the but hill. he still beat him back to the kettlebell, so it didn't. Yeah, really I think if uh, I think if you win the workout, and I know he got second, but if you win the heat, it don't matter what you did, you did it right. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I think it was awesome. 
Did you guys see Pat when he ran by him in that section? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I think that's idea. that's actually called a Kalabonski, I think, when... Uh, <laughs> but look, Pat seemed like he picked it up almost like... He's like, okay, you're going to just slide down this. I'm going to I'm gonna turn on the boosters here a little bit. And I bet it's I, pretty uh, sketchy yeah. running down that hill, though. Uh, yeah, how much of it was yeah. that and how much of it was just gravity of, like, my legs need to move fast so I don't fall over, basically. <laughs> Well, it was an awesome. It was an My awesome favorite was show. Emma Lawson trying to slide down on her ass. And then getting, just got like, stuck. She literally just like <laughs> sat down and stood back up again and then ran. She's like, that didn't work. Well, it was not super slick. Okay, so what do you think went on with Chandler's bike? Pedro, you mentioned it. it. You, you said it he was done in like one he minute. Sat, he sat down straight away, pointed like jet, like put his hand out, gested at it. The judge kept saying, just said like, yeah, keep going. And then he pointed out again. Then she put her fist up, which is the universal like fuck to the head judge. Uh, head judge came over. She just kept saying, keep going, keep going. Head judge came over and it was too far away, but it looked like he said, yeah, just keep going. And then I assumed there was some kind of conversation of, oh, time it based off like whatever the fuck he told her to base it off. Cause his first run the was fastest like 90, 30 90 seconds. that you can possibly do here. Like his first split was about 90 seconds or 95 seconds. And that last split was 60. And he like at the start, you can imagine, you know how slow you go when you're in the gym and the bike doesn't turn on. You do that kind of slowed down, confused, not really sure what's happening. Like he was doing that. So Add an extra 10 seconds on, if nothing, if nothing else. But they shaved 30 seconds off his original time. If I was Jay Crouch, I'd be like definitely, you know, questioning that call. Yeah. Yeah, you could see right there in the uh clip that Caleb just and pulled up. He's kind of like pointing at it. That's the old fuck. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? And anytime you see a look on a judge's face like that where they got the hand up and they're like searching around for somebody to help him out there, you know that there's some issue with the equipment. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it it wouldn't be a big deal if there wasn't so much money involved. Like if this if he wins thirty one thousand dollars by five points, it's it's kind of a big deal. Now, was there? Do they give out money cash prizes for one through three per event as well too? No, I don't think so. Okay, so you, you that your only cash is the final placings. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but it gets significantly more as you get closer to that top five, top ten. Yeah. Do we know where that cutoff was? Because yeah. So uh, eleven through twenty is six thousand, or ten through twenty. Ten through twenty is six thousand sixty five hundred. Number nine is thirteen thousand, and then it goes up a lot from there. Yeah. So all this points matter. Uh, Chase again with the program. It says a uh, minute thirty five for Chandler's first cal bike, thirty cal bike. Fifty nine seconds for his last cal bike. Why is it way slower? as well like what, like just out for a sunday cycle just like this is nice nice weather yeah with not even the hands chase on. is probably right as well though he said which is probably why the leaderboard isn't updated remember caleb said that he didn't have the updated one so they're probably jay crouch is probably it's, like sorry what the fuck happened there what i pulled up yeah. earlier was the updated uh leaderboard so they've i think they've added everything on there can we oh. see it one more time and then can you arrange it to the uh just the event for us real quick let's mm-hmm. see what ended up happening with um with that position in there. So Dallin got first. Roman was in second. Uh, Jason Hopper was in third. I mean, everybody picked the Roman or the Hopper train. No one, did, did anybody pick Dallin? No. No. I said Dallin would be good at this one, but nobody picked him. Yeah, because you guys hate America, you communists. And then um, we're going to who we have in fourth place, Yellow Hoste, Ricky Garrard in fifth, Jeffrey Adler in seventh. This is per the event. Lazar Dukic 
in seventh, Brent Fikowski in eighth, Pat Vellner in ninth, and then Travis Mayer around at the top 10 for event number seven. Yeah, he's still in 13th. Like, that's fucking bullshit. And then scroll down. Let's find, oh, Chandler. Yeah, 13th. Beating Jay Crouch. Okay. It was like, so it was be... almost like she saw Jay get off the bike and told him to go as well because there was no, there's no logic to when he went. Like, it didn't make any sense. And it was like, you could hear her shout go when Jay, like, it was like Jay stood up off his bike and she shouted go and Chandler ran. And it was like she just said, like, because Jay was last, wasn't he, on, on the field in that heat? So it was like she just said, oh, fuck, I don't know, go. Like, everyone else is gone, just go. And he just <laughs> yeah, went. fuck everybody in the first heat. <laughs> <laughs> strange oh is this the clip of chandler's bike here yeah yeah they just let him off and then it's, it's a foot race with jay crouch that's fine <laughs> oh my goodness okay so uh the next event here is about to start in six minutes let's anything else on the men what we see did you guys talk last night? sorry i didn't watch back the deadlift show did you guys talk about bailey martin teabagging the deadlift bar when he didn't lift it no, no, what? I was he waiting like, for someone. I was waiting for someone in the group to talk about it because I yeah, saw I just, it and I was like, Did I he just, just do that? Morning. Yeah, that's classic. Bailey Martin is so funny. That's classic. Bailey Martin, he just walked up, straddled the bar, like dipped his balls onto it, and then like waved and walked off the platform. <laughs> do we know? Do we know what the workout is like specifically yet? That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah, let's uh, let's see. So, nothing else on the men, Pat Patty V running away with it. It's any man's game, fit through second okay let's bring up the uh next event let's just bring up what they have and then we'll uh try to dissect it and see what they're switching we know the pegboard at this point is out we know the handstand walk seems to be in um so the original event uh individual event eight big cat six box jumps 42 inches for the guys 36 for the females two pegboard climbs and one hill run so for five rounds is that what you said yeah it's five rounds of that um so I don't really think we can pick because it's not that. That's true. Um, uh, if what you, do you we know just, right now? So we, Jake Kazan said in the comments that it was a handstand walk instead of the pegboard. Um, right now, it looks like they have a pylon that they have to go run around. Like they do their box jump overs or get overs or burby bot, whatever that box thing is. And then they're going to handstand walk this gap. And then they're going to run around the pylon or run, run up the hill. Do y'all want to see like my viewpoint? Because I have kind of like a side. I can go out there and like show it. Do you do you want to or no? Yeah, give it a try. We'll see what happens. If it's good, we'll blow you up. If it's bad, we'll just drop you from the stream. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he's got a private box in there. Damn, living the life. That's right, why nobody see sees him because he just parks himself in the box all day. <laughs> you see it or no? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. it. Okay. You see so it looks like cool. the hill and the pylons and then the boxes. Yep. Can you point? Five rounds. Where's the okay. pylons? The so pylons the are over there where the hill is. And then in front of the big uh, boxes. And I, I wonder if they're going to move that per round. Are those round markers? Can you see, John? Or are those yes, just numbers? Yeah, they're round markers right here. Round one through five. One through five. Oh, okay. so it's not like a distance marker. Yeah. No, no, no. So like, like they're going to be in a different spot round one. Yeah, mm. I kind of think they're going to move their checkered piece. Yeah. So like, yeah. If I would have to make a guess, I'm thinking it's going to be the box uh, jump overs, and then you could see the two white lines, one just past that Zeus rig, and then one right before the hill. Maybe handstand walk between that gap, run up the hill, run back, move their chest piece, come back to the Handstand walk, and then burpee box jump overs, and then they'll go. 
Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that our, makes that's, the run longer too. Right. And then you're going to see some trading back and forth, especially at that hill, which will make it a little bit more aerobic coming into those uh, box jump overs with that high heart rate. JR, any thoughts on it? I think initially when you looked at the workout with pegboard, it's a little bit different when you're trying to figure out what females are going to excel. But with the males specifically, you you, you just look for who you think is going to be able to deal with the 30 box jumps the fastest. I think, and I think that's still what you do as far as picking someone. Yeah, I think for the women, uh, Danielle Brandon has never been bad at a handstand walk workout ever. So she's probably uh, the safest pick. And she's and she's very athletic, so very I can athletic. see her handling the high box just fine. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's go ahead and uh, announce events. It looks like the they're getting ready for to take the field right now. So, um, okay, John, is that who you're going to go with for the women, Danielle Brandon? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to pick Danielle Brandon. I don't think it's like a clear giveaway that she's going to win. I think a lot of girls could win. Like Tia might win. Um, but uh, Danielle Brandon is the best handstand walker of all of the females, and she is athletic. That's who I pick. JR? Uh, yeah, I like that pick. I'll go with Danielle, too. Danielle? Okay. Mr. Pedro? Uh, I well, I don't know what the workout is, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go Emma Carey, just because like if there's a lot of burpee box jumps, she'll be good. So like that's all I'm going off. Okay, I'm gonna go with Emma Lawson. I, also, I, also a great pick. Yeah, I think she's gonna do well. Oh, there was and, a weird um, delay there when John said that. He said that after Susa spoke, but I think it was supposed to be after I spoke. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the internet that is moving around. Probably. <laughs> I I was watching her again, not to uh, not to plug it too much here, but I was watching the rough cuts of the behind the scenes and some of the B roll footage of her and one of the box jump over events, um, that race one that they did, and she just moves so freaking. So, so the the event is five rounds. Six oh, box jumps at the really high box yep. and the 50 foot handstand walk unbroken and then a run. Oh, I okay. changed it, Tanya. All right. All right. The girls, the girls are coming out right now. So, do we want to pick our guys real quick and then cut it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pick, you Victor, pick Hoffer. Victor Hoffer. I'm going to say Aero Lowen and uh, Tudor Ooh. Magna. Ooh, in Tudor Magna. John, for the guys, who you got? Patrick Bounder. Patty V. I'll stick with that too. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two, please. That's how that works. Bye, Jr. Um, <laughs> right. So, hey, we were pretty good at predicting the event. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that was it. I mean, it made sense with the layout on the field there. Yeah. Pedro, who you got for the uh, for the guys as our Heat One ladies take the field right now? I went for Victor Hoffer. Oh, you said Victor Hoffer. Okay. Yeah. And John's got Patty V. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Roman. I think he's in a stride now. I think he'll do well on this. And Caleb, who'd you say? Tudor Magna? Tudor. Fastest handstand walker. walker in the group. I just exactly. Don't think I just don't think he is. He is the fastest. I just don't think he's fit enough. And I don't think, I don't know if the handstand's going to have. Okay, we will be uh, back at the end of this event. Looks like the women are going to start right now. Drink your paper street coffee. Buy some CA peptides. Put on your freaking toe spacers while you're grilling with your grill your ass off. <laughs> Rubs. And drink a little Swolverine pre-workout to get you revved up okay we'll be back after this event thank you guys john thank you pedro thank you yep. caleb thank you and we'll bye see guys. you guys soon bye-bye